welcome back to Revolutionary Health, the show that focuses on Black gay men's health and wellness. I'm your host, Michael Ward. And as always, make sure you check us out on our social media, Twitter, at Building Desire, Facebook, and Instagram. We're at The Counter Narrative. This week, we'll be continuing our COVID-19 check-ins, and this one is going to be about how we're coping. And so I've got two special guests back here with me. We've got Dennis and Marvin. So I'll just kick it off by letting them introduce themselves before we get into the topic at hand. So we'll start with you, since you're fresh to the show. Marvin, <laughs> how you feeling? Uh, well, I just, you know, I, I didn't made it. I'm on Revolutionary, so I'm, I, you know... <laughs> My my stock goes up after today, so I'm I feel good. <laughs> we are blessed to have you. What about you, Dennis? Hey y'all, Dennis, uh, with this with the County Narrative Project program assistant. Um, and I feel good. I feel I feel good. I'm happy to be here on Revolutionary Health again. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it feels good. Good. I'm glad that you both are here with me. This week, we're going to be talking about how we're coping. I know there's been a lot of information that's come out about vices, alcohol, marijuana, sex, all of these things that people are using in this time while we've got free, free time or a lot of times in solitude to think to ourselves. And there's kind of been this low-key shaming that I feel that a lot of people are pretty much using things like alcohol and all of these vices to cope. And so with the article, it speaks about liquor stores being pretty much considered an essential service um, that's still open and more people are frequenting liquor stores. So I just wanted to say from my personal experience as well, too, I'm curious as far as with alcohol, um, my own intake, my own tolerance, my own vices, and I've had to question myself. And even in my therapy sessions talk about my coping mechanisms. Um, because for me personally, alcohol has been a coping mechanism for me. And I'm working through those things um, and finding healthier ways. So I kind of want us to bring that conversation to the forefront and bring our viewers in as well to find out ways that we're coping and how we're working through those things. So I just wanted to kick it off with you since you're new to the show, uh, Marvin. How are you coping? What are you hearing? Are we drinking more? How are you keeping yourself sane and healthy out there? Well, um, you know, just like you said, too, like we're just in a time which is um, not normal, first of all. And I want to think about the, the situation has not been normal and we're all affected by social media um, and the opinions and how everyone else is coping. You know, first, you know, someone like you're talking about the shaming, like, you know, trauma shaming is a real thing. And so um, I see a little bit of that. You know, like you should, you know, you should be amazing when this is over. Well, this is not normal. And so we're just trying to make it through day by day. So um, what so personally for myself, I, I am sociable. And so for me, being sociable, being able to go out, being able to um, go to events and socialize, like is really an outlet for me um, to cope. And so that was just kind of like taken away. And so I had a, a rough patch there, um, just like, okay, like when I first started, I was going to be okay. And then I had this moment where I was like, am I going to make it through this? And then I kind of like balance out where I can just cope. And so I think that people are just trying to get through it the best way they can. You know, it's kind of like a day-by-day -day process, like who's prepared for this? You know, it's something we've never seen before. Yeah, and I think for me, I've been, co I've been coping well because um, what, pe what other people deem regular like, I don't usually get a chance to participate, like, or either I'm just too tired or whatever. So I've just been catching up on, like, a bunch of television. Um, 
that I usually don't get into. But I think for other people, it's it's like um, my friend over here said that if you if you're a social person and you don't have time to be social, you know what do you do at that time? Um, but I think this is different for a lot. Of, I think this is different for a lot of us because it's not just like alcohol use or cannabis use. You know, the usage of pornography has gone up, and uh, all those things. But I think I think our lives are so in a day we're always having to be productive. That in a time where in a time where we have to sit still, it's like what do you do at that time? And I think and I think this really shows shows demonstrates to us how we need to uh, do more work about how to be with yourself, and how to and how mm-hmm. to find pleasures in those moments where you get to sit still, because then you can because then you can expand. And I think and I think also people do alcohol or drug use just because it enhances pleasure. So you get to find so you get to find some pleasure in the very like mundane things that we now are like. You know, we just take for granted, but now it's just like, at least I get to do this, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think for me, as I said, my personal experience has been using alcohol as a coping mechanism. And so I think in this time, for me, where it is, I'm living and dealing with myself at a level that I've never had to before. Mm-hmm. You know, literally, I'm isolated. Well, I have I have my roommate that's here with me, but... Um, majority of the time, if I'm not working during the day, I'm at home by myself. So I think for a lot of people that are experiencing loneliness, that are feeling like they're by themselves because we can't connect in person, and a lot of people are social beings, that this is a very hard time for them. And so one of my last therapy sessions that I had um, last weekend with my with my therapy, like uh, she just pretty much hit me like in the gut, and she was like, how are like how are you coping with this? Because we had talked about those things that were triggering to me, um, and that would force me to to drink. Um, and so I've had to in my mind really monitor. And I'll give you all a, a quick example. So last night there was an event, and I was like, "Ooh, you know, let's go get cocktails and all of these things." And I'm like sitting here pouring the drinks and all this, and then I'm like, "I've got to be able to function through all of this." And the what really made me think about it at the same time, too, was I've realized how easier, I want to say easier, but easier it has been for me to get alcohol. Like, I literally could log on to the website, order everything, and do curbside pickup. And I was like, this is like, I don't even have to go into the store, because I think for a lot of my kind of safeguard for me is like, if I go into the store, I feel kind of bad sometimes if I pick up a cart. Or if I pick up like a little basket and I'm like, why are you, are you grocery shopping at a liquor store? So I think sometimes even in my mind that I've got to check myself, but I didn't feel that way when I'm on the website and I'm like, ooh, I need some tequila. I need some whiskey. I need all of these things. And there's nobody to check me but myself and and keep those guards in. So I think a lot of us are experiencing that right now. And as Marvin was saying, this productivity thing, I've also been getting hit with that a lot too on social media with with people saying, you know, you need to write the next best novel. You need to do X, Y, and Z. Get this off of, off of the ground. And so many of us are just trying to make it day to day, second by second, any of those things. So in the meantime, while you all are trying to cope and find these things out, are you saying anything different with your friends when you check in with them, when you talk to them um, out there in their experiences? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think now I have more time because, you know, I'm busy, then I have friends that are busy. So I think now, you know, we have more time to talk 
And so what I'm finding is that, like Dennis was saying, and like you were saying, it's like we haven't been trained to be with self or have those moments of self at those extended moments where we get in tune. And so what I'm finding is when I'm talking to my friends, like it's a lot of moments, man. Like it's a lot of um, it's a lot of feelings and emotions and stuff that we're saying about ourselves that's peaking in those moments. And I see a lot more on vulnerability that's happening. Um, people are a lot more emotional than I think they would admit. They were like, I don't know what's going on with me. Um, you're in the midst of a pandemic, like that's what's going on. And, but, you know, cause, you know, cause we want to look, you know, it looks beautiful outside um, and we want to remain normal, but it's absolutely not normal. And so we don't, we don't know that we're dealing with self and we are spending more time. And when you spend more time with somebody, what? You see stuff that you like, that you don't like. Um, and you, like you said, Michael, we do feel guilty about some stuff that we that we may do to bring us relief or release or pleasure, you know, because there's some, maybe going to work eight to five cuts us off from some activity. You know, mm-hmm. maybe me having a job would make me not indulge or overindulge in something, but now, Hey, I'm I'm on I'm at home. I'm on remote. It ain't nobody but me. So, you know, our world is mine. So, so I think for my friends, I I see that they're just getting more in tune with self and things that you know, used to didn't matter. I see a lot more vulnerability. Um, you know, a little heaviness, and you know, just having to deal emotionally. It's become it's it's real. Which, and so I think we need those outlets and where do people go and to, to be able to communicate and tell a therapy and things of that nature. I think more people are realizing, oh, I may not be as okay as I thought I was. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point about people's mental health. Because like it, it's, for some people, it's just it's about being with self. For some people, it's like there was already that feeling of loneliness. There was already these, these other anxieties that you may have been going through in your day to day. And now to be you know, either in a situation where you usually get to separate yourself from normally or now um, or now just having to sit with yourself like 24-7. I know for me personally, I I I finally sat down to think about a relationship that ended like two years ago because now I got time. <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm Did you hit them up? Because listen, there have been some slip-ups where I'm like, ooh. I, let me tell you something. I, I did call her, but she didn't pick up. So it's okay. Um, <laughs> It's, it's okay, but um, so I, I I think people go into that that alcohol usage or or these other things because um, because this, this our current atmosphere had just intensified those feelings for you and and so you need to be able to escape and sometimes and sometimes escaping is the most helpful thing that can happen um, at moments like this. And Dennis, like you were just saying about how you didn't call, but like this moment for me, I'm single, you know, I don't have a roommate. And so for me, you know, you know, I date, you know, and so, you know, it's now it's like, cause you don't know where everybody is when they're not with you. Right. And so it's like, okay, this social distancing. So I may want to call somebody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but because of now I can't. And so what if, what if that was, what if that was Marvin's outlet, you know? So now you know, so if you just break it all the way down and keep it real, like, you know, the apps are still there, but like, do you want to connect or do I want to hook up or link up with somebody? Like, if that was my outlet, I can't do that now. So it's just, yeah. I think one yeah. of my fear, I think one of my fears though is as people go through this alone, is that people who may be like already struggling with certain things that this may um, 
tip them over to a point that like on the other side of this pandemic, uh, they'll, they'll never get back to their, you know, quote unquote normal, um, because it's pushing them over the edge. And, um, so, so that, so that worries, worries me, uh, especially for like black gay men, like where, like after this, where everything else, where would you go to get, to get through that? Right. And I think that worries me as well, too. Like I say, from my own experiences and thankfully and prayerfully, I talk about this all the time with therapy that I'm privileged to still be working, to still have health care, to still be able to afford to speak to someone every two weeks and for her to be available. And she's safe and healthy and all of those things. But that's a real, real concern for myself. I wonder because we don't know how long this is going to go on. We're all in this together. We've never experienced this. And I have, to, I have to be kind to myself and remind myself of that, that hope, hopefully on the other side of this, that I don't give into alcoholism or I don't give into... And another one of mine, too, that we don't talk about enough is online shopping. Because I swear, since this thing has happened, I get 15 emails every day from like Macy's and Target and all of these other places. And that's something that I never realized as well too, that I use shopping when I'm feeling down or I don't feel good about myself, I'll go out and I'll buy something, you know? And now I'm sitting here like, well, they can just drop it off on my doorstep, you know, or using food as well as a coping mechanism where I'm like Uber East can just drop it off at the door. I can run downstairs. And I'm having to make sure that on the other side of this, however many months, however long that this takes, that I'm going to be able to be safe and healthy and don't continue those bad habits while I am lonely and by myself and isolated and all of these things. Michael, yeah. things that, I'm sorry, Michael, one of the things that you're saying were like being kind to yourself, mm. and I would be just like, like personally, my experience, so like I said earlier, the first week I was okay, and then... Being kind of, I had to give myself permission to be stressed and frustrated and overwhelmed mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm the person, you know, well, you know, live hires in my organ, my organization and me being an empowerment coach. I'm the person like I'm supposed to be on. I'm supposed to be online doing videos, letting people know this is going to be all right. You know, put, pushing memes out, encouragement. But what I found myself doing was saying, wait, something, I'm unraveling here. So I had to call my doctor. I have to give myself permission to call my doctor well and say, well, you know what? It was so bad for me. I'm on remote status, but I need to unplug even from that. Mm-hmm. So for a week, you know, and I need my I needed my doctor to give me something, you know, so that I can mellow out. And so I was unplugged even from work for a week because I had to I had to pull back and just get it together. And so I I, I would hope that my brothers and our community understand that it's okay to pick that phone up. And call your provider and say, yo, like, I'm not okay. And I, I don't know how to get okay. And I need you to help me. And so that was my experience, like, just a few weeks ago, you know? So be kind to yourself and, and give yourself permission to need help. Yeah. And, I think, and a lot of people don't have those those type of capabilities. Like, I, like I'm a person. I'm an uninsured person, right? So yeah. um, even, even, even as I've, sitting, I've, I've sat through these last couple of days and like just went through all my like thoughts and my thinkings and you know um and all that it's like oh yeah maybe i should go to therapy but i don't have insurance but you know that you have sometimes or you know for some people you know you have something you have a little bit of alcohol that can that can help you do that or you, you know you have a little bit of weed that can help that can help you uh process that because you know uh those, those type of vices it 
for a lot for a lot of people who are uninsured that mm. that is their um that is their way of coping. Um, yeah, and I I once again I know I'm privileged to be able to have healthcare, but I hope on the other side and pray on the other side of this as well that this is a wake up call for yeah. America about healthcare and how we treat mental health and how we treat people who are dealing with substance abuse and other vices because there are many you know there are many and you know we're focused on pretty much on this show alcohol and weed and all of those things and over productivity a lot of those so i hope definitely on the other side as we get past this pandemic that people really examine you know the healthcare system and how we as black men and black gay men especially have other issues and underlying conditions things like that that need to be addressed in all of these things before we get out of here though i just want to say any uh, or just want to ask you both any last words to people who are they're struggling that may be alone that feel like they have no one to reach out to any resources that they can go to uh, any anything else that you want to say um yeah so um i would just say like you know i would like really really like reiterate be kind to yourself give yourself permission um talk you know Communicate with self and reach out, but also for, for those individuals who are not privileged. And man, thanks, Michael, for reminding me of that. Because sometimes we forget when we're in that place. Um, you know, if you have a moment just where you can, like, there are a lot of hotlines that have been um, put in place, um, coping hotlines. And, you know, and then, then it's to be fair, too, man, people who have places to call, I still may want to indulge in some stuff, even though I have a, a person to call. So I just, Give yourselves permission, family, to to be whatever it is, and don't be so hard on yourself. This ain't normal, fam. So like, ease up on yourself, ease up on yourself, and 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 be brave, you know, um, to to reach out um, if you if you need some help. Yeah, uh, some coping mechanism mechanisms I think may be helpful in this time is um, whatever your pleasures are, lean into that. Lean in, lean in, if you enjoy, for, for me, I love some reality TV. Lean into that, enjoy that. Find, dive into, dive into like what, the, give, what gives you pleasure. Um, other than that, for me, I've been doing little things like I have like dry erase markers, or, or washable markers, you know, writing kind of things on a mirror for myself. Or I don't have a therapist, but I have a video camera I'm gonna talk to that camera, and that's gonna be that's gonna let me work out my thoughts. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. I, you know, in a moment where I don't have anybody to reach out to, so I, I think it's those little things. Um, writing, if if writing's a comfortable spot for you, um, I know it gives me a lot of anxiety, so it's not something I don't ever turn to a journal. But talking out helps, um, or whatever mm -hmm. pleasures you have. Yeah, and I'll I'll add to that um, as well before we go out there because I was like, ooh, talking to the camera. Yeah, journaling. Journaling um, is also a helpful way. Get out, exercise as well. But I want to, because this just hit me too, I, I just want to say before we get out of here is that I've been reaching out to people as well on social media that I've, I've not normally seen them do stuff that I'm used to them doing, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I think people send signals out or they they do things out of the norm because they really want us to check on them. And so I've had a few friends that I've had to check on as well, too, where I've seen them post stuff, post pictures, post different kind of things on that. And it's just a quick text or a quick call. And I'm like, hey, 
just check it in. I saw this. Are you all right? How are you feeling? How's everything going? Without shaming them, because I feel like it's still it's still their own life and their own purpose. And I don't want to come at, come at it from that. I just want to check them in love. But if you see anything different or something that may draw attention to it, definitely check on your friends. Um, and check on us as well, too, um, here at Revolutionary Health. So I just want to thank you both for joining me this week to talk about how we're coping in COVID-19 um, here. But for everyone out there, let us know how you're coping, different things that are helping you out there to make it as we go second by second day by day um, through this global pandemic. Follow us on Twitter at Building Desire, Facebook and Instagram. We're at The Counter Narrative. As always, be good to yourself and take care, fam. All right.